Hi there, my name is Mistress Samantha and I am a doll and cat model and stream mate. Welcome to this episode of Cam Girl Diaries. I'm going to be speaking a bit about how I got into this line of work, what I do as a cam model and give you some tips and tricks, things to look out for, things to avoid and so on. I'm also going to throw in some funny stories throughout so yeah I hope you enjoy listening to this. So as I mentioned previously, I've been on Streamate for a while now. I've really enjoyed it so far and I still remember when I first started. You know, I had a phone call from my friend and she said, look, I've started camming. It's a lot of fun. You can make money from this. And at the time, I think we had just gone into lockdown. I wasn't, I'd completed all my uni work for the term. I didn't really have much to do. When I started, I didn't have any off the right camming equipment. I had a really shitty laptop at the time. I didn't have a webcam. I didn't have a ring light. I didn't have anything. And I remember thinking, okay, what should I do? I want to try this. So as soon as my account was approved, I decided to give it a go. And looking back, I probably made a big mistake. I really threw myself in at the deep end with, without taking things into consideration. So if I was to do this again, probably wouldn't do that so i switched my laptop on and i hit live like i hit begin to start live streaming and i'm like oh shit i should probably conceal my identity so i decided to lower the laptop screen so only my lips were on show i grabbed this really cheap pink wig that i had for from the previous halloween i had like knots and everything i kind of brushed it out as well as i could and i put this wig on and my tattoos here, I cover them with uh, concealer or something. And I remember putting on this very posh English accent, which for some reason fooled a bunch of people. So that was hilarious. And that's how I started my coming career. And uh, look, look where we are today. Um, I now show my full face, but when I first started, I was uh, faceless model i will be talking a little bit more about that and what that entailed later in this session but yeah i thought that would be a good way to begin this by giving you like a kind of insight on how i got into this and what i was like in the beginning so before i started filming for this i wanted to check out the other episodes see what other cam models were discussing and I'm not gonna lie, I had quite a bit of a laugh. So somebody mentioned that there was somebody who was asking if they were able to cater to their fetish. And their fetish was the girl, I think her name's Violet, that turns into the giant blueberry in Willy Wonka. Now this person is very well known, the guy who's asking for this. So quite often like in my group chat we have a group chat for my camming agency so we can discuss any problems that kind of thing quite often you know somebody will be like oh he's back the guy who's asking for the blueberry fetish from willy wonka and yeah that made me laugh a lot i feel as though either this is the same person going around different campsites and asking people um you know to cater to this request or maybe multiple people are into this kind of thing. Who knows? You tell me. But I was camming last week. I took a bit of a break from camming, but I went back online and guess who it was? It was him asking for the exact same request. And um, as soon as he said, look, oh, do you know Willy Wonka? I was like, yeah, I think I know what you're going to say next. And as soon as he said it, I was like, by the way, you're an absolute fucking legend. We all know who you are. 
We all know your kink. We know exactly what you're going to say next as soon as you mention Willy Wonka. <laughs> like, when you start camming, you're going to meet all kinds of people. It is going to be entertaining. You're going to be laughing a lot. I mean, a lot of people are going to ask for you to laugh at them, right? They're going to be jumping through hoops, trying to get a response out of you. I think a lot of people who don't understand this line of work are under the impression that you're going to be performing for the client. But for me, it's usually the other way around. I can sit back, I can relax, I can drink my cup of tea while I see what my clients are all about. But bear in mind, um, I am somebody who specialises in femdom. Most of my clients are subs. Subs love humiliation. And in order to be humiliated, quite often they need to do something to get that kind of response. Either that or they just ask me for, oh, I have a small penis, can you give me small penis humiliation? And then they might show me and I will make a few comments on it. But I was just thinking about funny things that have happened to me during live stream. And if you had asked me this when I first started, I would give you so many stories. Like, honestly, there's so many things that have made me laugh. But because I've been at this for so long, I've realized that no, it's actually not that funny. I was just new to this. I was just inexperienced and it's very, very difficult to make me laugh now. But um, I really had to think about this. This isn't actually my story, but this is a story from my friend who started camming around the same time as me. She's the person that got me into this line of work and this still makes me laugh to this day. So she was also quite new to camming at the time and she had a cam to cam session with somebody which means you're able to see them. It's like a Skype call. And as soon as she um, selected select, as soon as she as soon as she hit that button and she was able to see the other person, she realized this isn't your typical show. This person was dressed up as a cam model. They had the wig, they had the outfit, they had the mannerisms, and they were pretending to be her. Now she was confused because she's the cam model. She was expecting to be giving the show. But they were doing it and she literally did not know what to say. And I swear, if this happened to me, like, I I would start laughing and I wouldn't feel bad about it. Personally, things I've seen that are a little bit on the weirder side. I saw somebody um, have sex with a blow-up doll. Now, I've seen people have sex with, um, you know, proper sex dolls. And that's, you know, that's understandable. That's what they're made for. But when I saw somebody actually humping like a real life blow up doll, I was a little bit on the concern side. I, I've just never seen that before. Um, <laughs> and that's the only time I've seen this, okay? Other things that have happened, I had somebody do a session with me and they let me know what they were wanting. They were wanting like some form of humilia humiliation and I'm more than happy to cater to this, obviously. So I started humiliating him and he said, no, 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 wait, stop. I have a pre-written script. So he spent like, for some reason, he wasn't able to send the entire text at once. So he spent like absolutely ages sending like line by line. And he's doing this while he's paying something like some crazy amount of money, right? I think he's he's paying well over $8 a minute because I was camming with somebody else at the time. So I had to up my prices. I think he was paying like $10 a minute just to send small piece of script, sentence by sentence. I thought, yeah, that must be 
infuriating um because usually you should be able to send like a massive amount of text at once but for some reason he wasn't having any luck that day but what made this session so funny was the fact that when i was reading out this script i'm terrible at reading by the way when i was reading it out if i got just one word wrong he would ask me to start over again so this session really really dragged out um, I find that absolutely hilarious. And I remember at the end, he said, look, I'd like you to stay on for a bit longer. Um, I'd like you to speak to the person you're camming with. And I'd like you to like bitch about me while I'm watching you and listening in. So I remember doing that, right? We were doing it for ages. Uh, it was really funny. And I remember saying, now this person wanted to be called something like Tinky Dinky Winky. So I remember turning to my camming partner and saying, you know, this uh, Tinky Winky Dinky, I've never met anybody like this. And um, he was meant to stay silent, right? Because he was meant to be listening to us bitch about him. And he goes, it's Winky Tinky Dinky. In such serious tone, and I just started crying. That's, yeah, that's got to be one of the funniest stories. And the thing is, like, I'm really lucky to have experienced that with somebody else. So we still laugh about it to this day. I haven't even mentioned what he looked like. I would feel bad doing that. Not in terms of his appearance. He was a very normal looking guy by what he was wearing and how he was um, sitting. <laughs> but yeah, um, that being said, you're going to have funny experiences. People are going to make you laugh. You're going to have a great time meeting lots of different kinds of clients. But do you remember... You're a care model, you're also going to have some scary experiences. But the way I deal with that is I don't really give people a reaction. You're going to have people coming online, whether they're religious fanatics, people who are genuine, generally just rude, people who are damn right scary. But if you don't give them a reaction, then they haven't succeeded. So it's, it's difficult for me to... It's difficult to scare me, I guess. I mean, I had somebody come online and he was talking about how it'd be nice to see like a rope like round my neck see me get hung something like that and he started um sending me satanic photos via dm he started sending like all this weird shit and i was like he was before i blocked him before i'd say something you know because that, that's not on i i did block and report this guy but i remember him saying oh what did you think of the photos i sent you and I was just like, before I blocked, I was just like, oh, nice Levi t-shirt. Because he was wearing one in the photo, and that just made me laugh. I mean, come on, if you're going to send somebody a scary photo, don't be wearing a t-shirt with a massive logo on it. It kind of takes away the, the message that you're trying to send out. So I would say the most important piece of advice in this video is familiarizing yourself with the code of conduct so you don't get into any trouble. Because if you break one of the rules, you could have your account suspended or even permanently taken down. So this is really important. And I notice a lot of new cat models forget to look into this and then they end up making a really big mistake and there's no way out of it. Because once your account is taken down, you're not going to be able to make a new one on the side, not with the ID that you have registered. So when you start as a new cam model, you will get the new account tag, which means it's going to attract a ton of clients. You will be speaking to so many people and, and some of these people don't have the best intentions. Some of them are aware that you're new. They might be under the impression that you might not know your stuff, even if you do, even if you've cams for other sites. 
and you're experienced and they might try and get you to break the code of conduct by asking you to do things that they themselves know aren't allowed on the site. So make sure you're aware of this and as soon as somebody asks you for something that you're not able to do, don't be afraid to block them, don't be afraid to report them. As soon as their account is taken down, that's one less person that other models and yourself are going to have to deal with. So really um, take this into consideration. Make sure you know your stuff before you can. And in that way, um, you won't have to worry. You won't be thinking, oh, wait a second. Can I say yes to this request? Is this allowed? You'll already know. So you won't have to think twice. You'll just know whether to say, yes, I can do this or block and report. So as you know, I live stream on Streammate and I've been there for over three years. I really enjoy it there. However, I wanted to see what other sites were all about. So I decided to make an account on Chatterbait, which is a token-based site, and I found it really wasn't for me. There's all these mods and bots, and I understand if you're creative and like playing around with these things, it's totally for you, but it's, it's definitely not my cup of tea. I think when I, I've spoken to other cam models about this, right? And I feel as though if you start on play, a place like Chatterbait, of course you're gonna stick with it, it's what you know. I started on Streammate and it's what I'm used to. If I was to switch across to something like Chatterbait, I would be very out of my depth. Um, I've only streamed on token-based sites for about 20 hours. So I'm not the kind of person to be giving advice on this, but I'm aware there's other podcast episodes that go into a lot of detail about how to be successful on these kinds of sites. So if you do want to um, perhaps cam on these instead of somewhere like Streammate, I recommend that you watch them and then you can get a feel for them and maybe just try it out and then that way you can see what it's all about. I think the best way to compare them though by compare, I mean token-based site compared to a site like Streammate is token-based is like driving a car with a stick and Streammate or sites like Streammate are like driving an electric car. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but I don't know. I thought of that today and it, it kind of made sense to me. So I was hoping to give a few tips and tricks on how to utilize the features on Streamate. This is something I can talk about because I've been there for a while. I'd like to think I know what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, I think one of the things which I wish I had used earlier is the notes feature. Every time somebody comes into your room, you can add a note to their profile so you can remember something about them. And you might be thinking, that's a lot to do. You know, a lot of people are going to come into your room every day. And I'm not saying add a bunch of notes, just add like one word. For example, if somebody enjoys J-O-I, you can just add J-O-I. Or if somebody enjoys S-B-H, add S-B-H. If somebody mentions their name, add their name. And you don't necessarily have to type everything out. When I'm like, when I don't have time, when it's really busy in my guest chat, which is like a public chat anybody can join. It's not a paid session. When people join that, you know, I'm speaking to a bunch of different people. I'm doing a lot of things at once. Sometimes I just take a message somebody sent me. Um, I copy and I paste it to the notes section. And that way, when they come into my room again, whether or not they've had a session with me or not, I can then click on their profile and go, oh, the last time that person spoke to me, they wanted a session based on jerk off instructions and edging. So then I can say, oh, 
Hi there, we, the last time we spoke, you were talking about how much you enjoyed edging. Is that something you'd like to do with me today? And so on, that kind of gets the ball rolling. People love it when you remember things about them. So make sure you take that into consideration. Perhaps that's something that you would like to use. Another feature on Streammate is, and I'm sure this applies to other campsites as well, I think I remember this being on Chatterbait, is you can have pre-written messages and then you can send them out. And in that way it saves you, like typing, for example, if somebody asks you something that's against the code of conduct, you're not able to do it, you can have a pre-written message that says, I'm sorry, I'm not able to do this because this goes against the code of conduct. Or you can even have a message that you keep sending out, mentioning all the things you offer as a cam model. For example, if you specialize in femdom like myself, I have a little message that I send out every 10 minutes or so, reminding people that I offer everything that's on the list, that I'm not catering to dominant clients who wish to control me. That's not something I like to do. Therefore, I make it clear that I don't offer this. For me, something that took a while to learn but really helped me out in terms of my like cami mindset is to be picky with clientele. That means I don't accept everybody's session. Somebody comes into my room and they say, oh, can, can I do this with you? If I'm not in the mood, I'll simply say, I'm afraid I'm not in the mood to do this today. However, I might be in the mood tomorrow, something like that. And then that way it gives you more control. You're not wasting your energy on things that you really don't feel like doing. And I think a lot of people might disagree with me on this. They might say, well, money is money and you should be trying to get as many sessions as possible. Yeah, I understand. I used to have this very same mindset, but I feel as though if you do go about doing that and if you are jumping through hoops to please people, you're at risk of uh, burning out quicker. If you want, if you care about the longevity of your live stream and doing this again and again, if this is your main job, consider keeping your energy and only giving it to those who treat you with respect. Think about your energy. Think about your energy being a full cup of water. You only have X amount. Now, if you waste that water, if you take a sip, that's energy spent. And if you take a sip every time you have a session with a client that doesn't treat you with respect, a client that doesn't observe your boundaries, you're wasting energy on the wrong kinds of people. And for me, finding the right clientele, finding the right people to work with is about weeding out the ones I don't want. So I'm not afraid to block somebody that calls me baby instead of mistress. I'm not afraid to block somebody that seems kind of rude. I mean, I'm not gonna fuck about with people like this. And yeah, I might be losing a potential customer. I understand this. That's not a customer I want. That's not money I want. Not all money is good money. So make sure you are prioritizing your own mental health. Make sure you're prioritizing your energy so that you can cater to the people who are decent. And that way I feel as though being a cam model is a lot more manageable. It's something that you can keep doing. I think it's really easy to get a bad impression of it if you're putting yourself through things that you don't feel comfortable doing. And a lot of people do it, especially people who are new to it. Like myself, I didn't realize, you know, I can be picky. I think a lot of people worry, oh, if I don't do this, what if this person gives me a one star rating? Well, if you aren't willing to do something that you're not comfortable with, and if you state this, 
and somebody gives you a one star rating anyway, contact the campsite you're on, tell them the situation, they will have that removed. So just be fully aware that that is in place and then maybe that gives you a sense of security. Um, I wish I'd known that in the beginning because I feel as though it's very easy to think, okay, I'll just do this one time and, you know, I don't want to do this, but, you know, they're asking for it. I feel like saying no isn't an option. And saying no is always an option. And what I've started doing is if I'm doing a session with somebody and it begins okay, if they start saying things that I don't like, if they start to disrespect me, I block them mid-session. That's not something I'm willing to continue. And even if you block them mid-session, you're paid up until the point of blocking. Which is brilliant. If you're wanting to get into cam modeling or sex work in general, be aware that this is very much a stigmatized industry. You're going to have a lot of people who have misconceptions about what your line of work is. At the end of the day, sex work is an umbrella term. There are so many different jobs that account for sex work, but people like to make up their own ideas and they're not willing to change them. I feel as though, okay, for example, I don't know a thing about ice hockey, but I don't claim to know anything about ice hockey. However, people who don't know anything about sex work like to think they do. Now you're gonna deal with these people all the time. It can be absolutely infuriating. One word of advice though, if you're a sensitive person who cares about the opinions of others, who's worried about their reputation and perhaps being seen in a negative light, getting into this kind of work is probably not the best idea for you. You have to be very tough. You have to not care what other people think. And if you're worried about getting discovered or you're worried about, you know, family finding you and cutting you off, which is all a possibility, then I wouldn't necessarily risk it. Make sure you know exactly what you're getting into before you sign up for that account and start streaming and start selling content. Um, you really need to make sure that you weigh up the pros and cons because once you start doing something like this, as I mentioned previously, as soon as you put your first piece of content out there, as soon as you start your first live stream, you are out there for good. You're going to be there for the long run. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun to film and I hope you were able to take away something from it. And I wish you the best of luck in your camming career.